Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. place. <clears throat> Welcome everybody back to this uh, Spurs 9501 vlog. We're going to talk about, we're going to have a chat about the win against Stoke and we're into the quarter, the semi-finals of the, the Carabao Cup, no less, which is great. So as of when we have the chat, Everton haven't played Manchester United, so we'll, we know the draw later. Um, we've got Inky, Jam and Cam with us as usual. I'm going to go through the teams very quickly. Uh, Cam is going to give us a bit of history with Stoke. And then we're going to have a quick discussion about what we thought and then, uh, you know, see what we what we can do in this cup, see if we think we can win it. So let me go through the teams. I've got them here. So we've got Lloris in goal, Doherty, Sanchez, Dyer and Davis at the back, Hoybieg, Winks and Delhi in midfield, and Lucas, Bale and Kane up front. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Delhi Ali's performance as well, which is wasn't too bad, but whether it's enough to keep him in the team or in the club, I don't know. So, right, I'm going to hand over now to Cam to give us a bit of history. Steve, are you still with us? With Just you. a little bit of history for you guys. For, uh, what, thanks for walking with us back, Ray. Nice to be back again so quickly. Good uh, good result. Uh, we've played Stoke 97 times. We've actually lost against Stoke 26 times, drawn 20 times, but we've beaten them 49 times. The interesting stat is that we haven't lost against Stoke in the last six games we played, including today going back to 2016. We last lost 3-1 in 2015 against Stoke. Um, good record against Stoke. Kane's got one of his best records ever against Stoke. Six games, ten goals. Can't beat wow, that really. Can really you? good. Okay, excellent. Good stuff. So, um, let's talk a match. I want to come to Steve first. Talk us through your thoughts about the match, Steve. And, you know, specifically look at the performance of some of the people that came in, like uh, Sanchez and Doherty, Deli Ali. You know, have a, let's talk about how those guys did, you know, and see, you know, put a pretty strong team out. So, how do you think those guys did and how do you think the match went? Well, I think the um, I think it was a strong team. It was a good team for that match. Uh, I think all the players who came in did okay. Um, Sanchez and Doherty still have a mistake in them. Deli Ali did lose possession, I think, for their goal in midfield when he tried one of his flicks, and then they broke. And whether you can blame him entirely for that, given there were a couple of other opportunities to clear it. Probably not. And I was quite pleased to see Deli Ali actually. It was a cameo role. He did a couple of nutmegs on the same player when probably should just passed it first time and uh, rather than play around as he did. But I thought he did okay. I, I don't think he's done enough to um, get in the starting 11. And I don't think either Sanchez or Darty has either. Uh, presumably, Aurea was being sort of punished for his, um, his rashness in the penalty uh, incident. Um, uh, at the weekend, but we'll have to see what the team is um, uh, for the for the Premier League, which is the important one, really. Uh, I thought they played okay. I did get a sense of inevitability about it, which is rare with Spurs. I thought we were going to win, um, and in the end, we did, and we could have won more. The um, Son goal, which was disallowed, was clearly onside, which was a shame. That would have been four um, <clears> one. <throat> I wondered should we have taken Kane off as soon as he scored. 
possibly even before, to be honest, because we don't want him to um, to get injured. And I think he's looking as tired as Holbier is at the minute. So if this was an opportunity to rest either of them. Um, what, the, the other thing is, I think the goals were coming. Well, if you look at Kane's goal, that was because Sissoko did a first-time pass rather than dwelling on the ball and turning and going backwards. That early pass and the early cross from Winks for our first goal, for Bale's goal, it's it's about doing things early and doing things quickly. And um, we did that in patches. And we need to take that into the Premier League and do that more often. Yeah. OK, good stuff. Uh, Jam, give us your thoughts on the match. And I want you to specifically to also look at the, the players that came in, like Steve said, Deli Ali, Sanchez, Winks, Doherty. How did these guys do? Do you think they did enough to force themselves into the game against Wolves? So um, I don't know if any of them are going to start against Wolves. You know, I don't think any of us would want them to start against Wolves. Um, but, you know, I think Delhi and, and Winks particularly did a good job. Um, they both played well. Uh, Delhi, you know, he's he's still the same old Delhi. You know, he's going to just mess around a lot. He's going to lose the ball a lot. He's he's going to take half shots and he could have taken a, you know, more committed shot. But he's... Um, He's he's getting better, and I think it's it's nice to have him there. I think the best player to have back today was Lamella. We've been missing him. It's excellent to see him back. Um, Winks is going to be essential because we have only him as our only other central midfield player that's going to come. So we need him. You know, we need him to be playing. Um, and you know, Sanchez and uh, who else? Who else? I mean, Doherty. I don't know. Doherty has still yet to impress, but um, he didn't have much to do today. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't know who I want to start against Wolves. You know, or is, is a liability. Yeah, somewhere else. Like they're, they're that's fine, listen. that's fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> they don't listen. Great. It's her birthday. You, you give her a break today. Happy oh, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to her. <laughs> so, Kamal, you know, let's hear from you now. Same question, you know, how did the new guys do? How was the performance? Well, I mean, I think that what made... You probably saw the message I sent you on WhatsApp, which was, uh, what a great uh, leap, but miss... Uh, by Sanchez, so confused the Stoke player towards the uh, end of the game that when he got a free headache, he didn't know what to do. He couldn't believe that this guy just jumped up like a ballerina and completely missed the ball. It was actually comical if it wasn't so serious. Luckily, we were 3-1 up at the time. But, I mean, I thought Sanchez was awful. I'll be totally honest. Yeah, I thought Doherty was was absolutely a joke. I thought the first 20 minutes, I mean, I didn't even know Delhi was on the pitch, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, at least Bell was dropping back. He was doing something. He was trying to get the ball. He might not have been brilliant, but he was looking to try and get to the ball. Delhi, I actually had to ask, where is he? I mean, yeah, okay, after 20, 25 minutes, he got some chances, fluffed his lines. I mean, I mean, just that's, those chances were gold to gold. Would, would Son have missed both of those? And that's the um, if you're looking to be an attacking midfielder who's going to be doing those runs into the boxes like Poye used to, then you know what? You need to be taking those chances. Otherwise, what role are you actually playing in the team? I want to know. He's not a a, uh, a midfielder that is giving us the um, well, the thing that Ericsson gave us. So what he's giving us is that ghosting in, playing the ball early, like Steve said, that he dwelt too long on the ball, didn't like that one bit. And I agree with Jem. I think... Um, Lamella was great to see him come back, a niggly, dirty, a fighter, sticks his foot in where he needs to, he gets, it, he gets up, you know, he, he gets on their back, he makes it, makes people angry, makes them miserable and breaks up the game like nobody else does. And suddenly he can produce something sublime too. So I'm really pleased to see Lamella back. Um, 
And I thought it was great to see the way that Kane lashed that goal in. I mean, I know that that, that the goal from Davis we're going to talk about. But when Kane got that ball, did anyone doubt it was not going to be a goal? Because he hit it with so much power. I thought he was going to, the goalkeeper actually had to get out of the way. Otherwise, he would have probably ended up in hospital. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so from my point of view, I think it was a, let's talk about the new players that came in. And firstly, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick up for them. It's very difficult for people like Doherty, Sanchez, Delhi, they're not playing at all. And then you expect them to come into a team and play like they've been playing in the first team all the time and to perform to the level of the others. I think, firstly, that's not fair. So we have to factor that in. Having said that, you don't expect them to make basic mistakes like Doherty made for the goal. Delhi Ali should have put at least one of those chances away. Other, other than those chances, I think he was periphery. There was one the breakaway where he didn't know what to do and got dispossessed. You know, out of those, I think probably Delhi had a decent enough game, but still not good enough to force himself into the team. Doggerty needs to do a lot more, otherwise we're going to be stuck with Aurier. But when they equalised 1-1, I thought, here we go. And I think Mourinho was really worried then, and that's when he took Son on, put Sissoko on, because, you know, we were actually going to... I thought we could have lost this game if we hadn't bought those substitutions on, so fair play to that. Um, but a win is a win, you know, you take it and um, we'll see where we go from here. But uh, at the end of the day, let's talk about the goals and the first goal from Gareth Bale. Uh, Steve, talk us through it. What you, what's your take on that goal? Then we'll go through the other guys for the other goals. But what's your take on the, the Gareth Bale goal? Well, I, I thought it was a good goal and it stems from an early cross uh, by Winks. And it was a good cross. I think there was another Spurs player behind Bale who may have also got something on it. But it was about the delivery and the fact that it was early. And um, obviously, Bale put in a good little sort of dinked header. I don't think the goalkeeper had any chance with it. Bale's always been good in the air, but he didn't even have to jump. I think he probably had to stoop in order to head this one into the corner. Um, So it was a good goal, but it was produced because we were doing things quickly and early. Okay. And what about when you say the delivery, you mean the pace was on the ball? So you didn't have to get it? The pace was just right from uh, from Winks. And I know that we don't necessarily always think that that, that's the case with with Winks. Okay. Um, normally I think he could be a bit um, negative and I think the temptation even in that position was probably to recycle the ball and he chose right which is get the ball in the box and things do happen when you get the ball into the box if the delivery is right and it was and we got a good goal from that and I think that's good for Bale as well um, you know we need for him to get uh, more into the pace of uh, the Premier League and to ease himself into um, more regular playing time for us well, let me talk about the second goal and then I'm going to ask Jan to talk about the third goal. I'm going to ask Kamal to see, to talk about the Stoke goal and why we conceded that. So in terms of the second goal, I know Ben Davis has got a great shot on him. I've seen him have shots like that many times. So I know the guy's got a great shot on him. But the problem is, after time, they don't go in. But when they go in and they're on target, this guy's got a great shot. So it was a really good shot and it went in. And we needed that goal because we were being a bit dodgy at that time, I think. That yeah. equalised to 1-1. And, you know, they had a few, you know, potential quarter, I want to even call them half chances, quarter chances. So, you know, I think that will give Ben Davis a lot of confidence. I think he will thrive on the, you know, the uh, the the competition from Reguillon. And I think Reguillon is our first starter in, in the Premier League. Yeah. But I think Ben Davies is improving as we go along. And I'm happy for him that he got that goal. I think Mourinho likes him because he can drop back as a third centre-half on the, in the back five. So, yeah, that was good. Uh, Jam, talk us through the third goal from Harry Kane and, and the build-up. And, you know, not, uh, Kane is Kane, basically. But how did we score that goal? What do you think happened there? So all my memory for that goal is, is fresh. I haven't think I've seen the highlights of it yet. But... um. <laughs> 
and it, it, it happens so quickly. You know, like my dad said, Kane when he gets in that position is not gonna is not gonna miss. He's like hits the ball in such a in a powerful way that it swerves. Like you'll see, it, it's going straight to the keeper and just like goes up and around him essentially. And yeah. it's um, it, it's what it's what top strikers do. And yeah. They're gonna keep scoring when they're in that position. Um, you know, by that by that time, it looked like we had had the match wrapped up. Um, but like you said, that second goal was the real important one because we were on the back foot when that was happening. So an assist for the goat, Musa Sissoko, the goat. Oh, that's right. Greatest of all time. A good assist for him, you know. As Steve said, the, the reason that came along because it was first time. He didn't dwell on it. First time passed, Kane ran onto it and put it away. So I think he deserves a bit of credit for that as well, Sissoko. He gets a lot of stick. Yeah. yeah. Can I just add to that and say, yeah, I know you want me to talk about their goal, but I just want to add to that. It did come from a Stoke mistake, error in the middle where the yeah, guy yeah. fluffed his lines, yeah. lost it. Yeah, past the Sissoko. Uh, so it's good to see we're not the only ones who make this kind no, of mistake, as, right? As I said in the previous <laughs> video, every goal can be traced back to, initially to a mistake by the opponent. Every goal, without fail. And without doubt, so can Stokes goal because yes. uh, the one that they scored. Absolutely nowhere. They came in in the second half. It looked like a completely different team. In the first half, they hadn't, I don't believe they had a touch in our box. They had no, no, no shots off, off target or on target. They looked like they were never going to score. They were never, uh, they, they, they were not closing down. They were not running. They were doing absolutely nothing. Why we were not 5 0 up by then, I don't know. All I can do is blame Delhi Ali's finishing. But the, their, their goal, suddenly they looked like a different team. In one mistake in midfield, but Steve sent from Delhi, passed it, crossed it over. Lloris looked asleep. Dial looked asleep. Sanchez was just like, like she didn't even know whether to turn right or left. If you look that at it when Lucien took him on, he's going that way. Or he didn't know where to go that way, backwards or forwards. And Doherty was, um, was like us, sitting in the audience, clapping. I think uh, Lloris would I mean, have come out for that, wouldn't he? Lloris would I have mean, you had out. two. We had five players. There's Lloris thinking near post, right? Looking down there. I mean, yeah. To be beaten at that near post, it's got to be something very special. I didn't think it was that special. No, it was their only shot on target. You looked at it. Yeah, didn't Lloris, get won't near it. Lloris won't um, be happy being beaten at that at his near post like that. Absolutely. I put it down to, but I put it down to the fact that you have your dire stopped. Because he thought Sanchez was on the, was going to take this guy. Sanchez didn't know whether the guy was going to go left or was going to go to his right. So Sanchez just stood there, completely lost. So the guy just passed him, passed the ball over. Doherty stood there admiring the pass because he didn't absolutely wasn't even in the picture, right? I mean, in the in the Premiership, if we played like that in the Premiership, we would have probably conceded another fifteen to twenty goals at yeah, least, yeah. Yeah. right? Okay, I would say, okay. yeah. So, but I mean, we'd, we'd, you know, so so. Should they have scored? Was it a good goal? Yeah, for Stoke, it was a good goal. Was it an absolutely appalling defensive display? Yes, it was. OK. I mean, we've, we've said enough about the match. I think it's a win is a win. It was a scrappy match. Pitch isn't the best of all time. So it's a good win. We're into the semi-finals. Hopefully we get Brentford in the next round. <laughs> but knowing our luck, we'll probably get Man United or Man City or Everton, one of those guys. We've got a few minutes left now. I mean, that match, we've spoken about it. I want to talk a bit about the January transfer window. We're going to do a few videos in the transfer window to talk about that. But before we leave, I want each of you to give me the name of three Spurs players that you want to sell in the transfer window. So I'm going to start with Steve. Give me the name of three players that you want to sell. Forget about what price you're going to get with them. Who do you want to sell in the transfer window? Kane, Son. No, no, I'm joking. It's <laughs> right. If you said well... that, if you carry on, I would have cut you off. <laughs> I think if we can get a lot of money for Deli Ali, we should... Not- 
Okay, forget about the money. Who do you want to get rid of? Who do I want to? I don't really want to get rid of him. I don't really want to get rid of... Um, okay, fine. So Delhi's not one of your but, three... But I, I, I would... I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Aurea. I'm not a fan of Sanchez. Yeah. And I think probably Winks is not really first-team material. I think he's okay for this game. Yeah. So I would probably go with those three. That's Aurea, Sanchez and Winks. I think they're going to, a couple of those are going to be quite popular in this. I'm going to go to Kamal now. You've got three people. Daniel Levy says, I'll sell three people. Tell me who they are. What are you going to say? I'm going to say Sanchez. I'm going to say Gazaniga. Okay. And I'm going to say send back Getson Fernandez and say well, Getson's on loan, so it doesn't really count. I okay. want to talk about a permanent player signed contract with us. Permanent player, I would say one other player that I would definitely think about getting rid of, which is going to be very unpopular, is um, Ndombele. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, um, we took, yeah. What about you, Jam? You've got three players you can sell. Who are you going to be? So um, I think uh, Sanchez is everyone's <laughs> top of the list because... <laughs> He's an unfortunate player, you know, we've given him a lot of years and time and he has not proved his worth, unfortunate for him. Um, the other one's tough, uh, you know, Gazaniga hasn't really ever, uh, he made what, a couple, like one mistake in one match and then never got a real fair shout again. Is is Joe Hart really that much of a better keeper at, at 35 than Gazaniga is at 20, whatever he is? Um, you know, but I feel like the guy should get some game time somewhere else. If, if he was a sensible... So we've got Sanchez, Gazaniga. Who's number three? Uh, number three? Um, you need to put your head oh, up. That's tough. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to sell Aurier. I'm trying to think of any fringe players that I can add in there. No, first team is I'm talking about. First team yeah, we need We need everyone else. Yeah, okay, so you're only going to get rid of two then, yeah? Only going to get rid of two. Okay, now that's my time. I'll be waiting for this. Sanchez, you don't have to bother. Everybody knew it's going to be Sanchez. <laughs> okay. Sanchez, Aurier, and Winks. Those three have to leave. If I had a choice of four, Deli Ali would be in there as well. Because I just don't think he can survive in a Mourinho team. But can I just ask you one thing? You, both of you and Steve have added Winks, and, and purposely Jam hasn't, because Jam made a very important point. Was that you, Who's the backup for Sissoko and Hoybier if any one of them gets injured? You've only got Winks. Who else can you put in there? No, How can you sell your only backup? The flip side of the question I asked about who you would get in, and we can discuss this now or later, is who would you buy in? And I'm talking okay. about getting Marcel Sabitzer in from RB Leipzig because I think he'd be 10 times better than Winks. Scores goals, tracks backs, good player. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. What about yeah. you guys? Before we close, is there any specific players you say you'd really like to get him in? I mean, Kamal, I know you've got a player you want to get in. Why don't you just tell us who Yeah, that? I think that um, Ericsson was put up for sale today by Inter, officially put on the transfer list. Um, good business would be to get him in for two to three million pounds. That means we've made ourselves another 10 million in a year. Um, and um, he's got a point to prove. I know that he was very poor in the last season, but he's got a point to prove. One of the things that he did say that he wouldn't go to Man United and Arsenal because he didn't want to be seen to be coming back to the Premier League with a tail between his legs. But coming back to Spurs is a different story. Um, and I just don't know that we have anybody that does fills that role right now, to be honest with you. Well, when he gets up to speed, will be the man, Ndombele. Well, Ndombele, I must say, why did I put him on my list? I put him on my list for two things. He started off brilliantly. Last for three or four games, he's been very, very poor. Um, his ability to keep the ball, hold the ball, attract five players is second to nobody in the whole premiership. I agree with that. What happens next is very, very little. And that is a problem. We could get big money for Ndombele, which would allow us to bring in your Sabitzas and everybody else. And that's why I had him on my list. Okay. 
Steve, who would you bring in? Anybody in mind? Oh, I, I'm a messy on a free. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I don't really know. I think the Leipzig Marcel chap is probably the sort of player that we might be able to pick up for a reasonable amount, a sort of Hoybier type player. Um, what about Jack Green? That's, that's probably it. Um, I think we've got a good enough squad to to compete and a, a squad in depth. And I know we, we talked earlier about, you know, he's young, but getting skipped back on loan, he would perform the role that Winks does. I think he's a good player. Um, so, I, Steve, if our first teamers are all fit, I agree with you. But if we get a few injuries, we, we don't have the strength in depth. So and I think it's tricky to get players to come and be an understudy to, to a player we've already got. We had that with Kane, didn't we? We couldn't get a forward to come to us and, and know they're going to be on the bench. So, so we are, we are looking for young potential rather than established players. OK, one name I'm going to throw at you, Jem, is um, Juventus. The old lady's going through a bit of a tough time at the moment. Andrea Pirlo, they've lost a lot of games. What about Paolo Dybala? Yeah, oh, I'd love to have him there. Love to have him on the team. He would fill out that that. Uh, Where would he that, fit though? Would he be a straight replacement for Deli Ali? I, I mean, if we could trade him for Deli Ali, I'd snap their hand off all day long. You know, <laughs> I'd, drive um, him, I'd drive him to Juventus. <laughs> drive him there myself, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, I think the most important role that we need um, we need in the first team is is I mean, we we have a cover for it and we have a position for it, but it's Sissoko's position because we need someone alongside Hoiberg. You know, you. you What's his name? That the bloke that you mentioned, Sabitza, uh, from, yeah, Sabitza. He could be a good player, but you know who was who also supposed to be a good player in, in Dombali, who was supposed to play that position. Agreed. Just cannot play that. We position. don't know. It's a, it's a leap. Lo Celso has not been able to fill that role either. Who could have or should have? Getson Fernandez, another central midfielder we played, who has not filled that. You know, so we're left with Winks and Sissoko. You know, I think we need an established player to fill Sissoko's role. Apart from that, also a replacement for Aldo Weirald. You know, he's... he's well, I think he's, Joe Rodon's the best that, season. We'll see, we'll see. Why hasn't he got his chance yet? We've got to give Rodon some time, some playing time. He needs playing time. Well, Rodon was not, was, had a reason for not being in any Lunwell or something. These Welsh players get sick very quickly, I've noticed. OK, guys, listen, before we close, I want a prediction. We're going to do our post-match Boxing Day for Liverpool... Wolves, sorry, Wolves match. I want a prediction from everybody and then we'll close the vlog. So come on, Steve, you go first. What's the score, Wolves, Tottenham? I think we should beat them 2-1. We can't keep a clean sheet. Yeah. Um, no, we can't. So I'm going for 2-1. Okay. okay, Jam, I'm going to come to you now. Uh, I usually go very positive with the uh, predictions, but I, I think it's going to be a tough match. They just lost and they're not a bad team. So it's going to be a tough 1-0, 2-1. 2-1. Uh, to us, we're going to win. <laughs> Both going 2-1. Cam? Well, I think a one nil. I take a one nil, but I'm I'm a bit afraid we might end up with a one one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cam. I think we're going to we're not good enough to beat Wolves. I think I'm going to go with a one one here. Uh, so I think that. But uh, listen, before we close, I want to wish everybody a merry Christmas. All our fans, all our you know, all of you guys, everybody have a great Christmas and a great break, and then we'll reconvene on Boxing Day to discuss hopefully a win against Wolves. We'll see. Okay. You, you do know, though, before you we go, you do know that Steve will have a massive hangover on Boxing Day, right? So. I know, but he might actually talk some sense then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, very unlikely. I've had a lot of requests in saying if you would wear a Santa hat for the next vlog. Of course, of course. It goes without saying. Steve's going to wear a Santa hat for the next vlog, okay? I've put my I'll Santa hat on, too. I'll have to make one. I don't you know, we'll sort something out, yeah. I'm going to join the vlog just to see that, you know. It's worth joining. Excellent. Good. Absolutely. All right, I'm guys. Try that.
Come on, you Thank Spurs. You. Uh, come on, you Spurs. Yeah. We'll win. We will win. We will win. We've got to win. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.